0: Hey, this is The Father. And I'm The Son from Father and Son Watch War Movies, and you're listening to The Ha Podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. Let's get into it. You're listening to The Ha Podcast. Let faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Be decent to each other. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dina, and Michelle, hope everybody is doing well, man, (laughs) we had a weekend, what a,
1: our weekend started on Thursday, yeah, our
0: weekend started on Thursday, I took off, um, Thursday and Friday, and of course, I had off the weekends. so I was Mr. Mom. Yeah. Even though I <laughs>
1: I know you don't hate like that. that I am but... not
0: the type that, oh, I got to babysit my kids. Bull crap, they're my kids. I'm not babysitting anything. I'm being a dad. You know, I'm being a dad. But, so, we'll, we'll get to why I was a single father for three days.
1: Uh, yeah, about two and a
0: half. Two and a half. We'll get to that in a minute But we'll talk about what we did Uh Thursday night was pretty simple Um, I woke up At like 5 in the morning Yeah I was off of work Woke up at 5 in the morning Because On HBO Max The Snyder Cut Came on Uh So I'm like like I promised, I made a pot of coffee. <laughs> I had this big old thirty-two ounce coffee cup. Gave me the whole
1: queen bed to myself,
0: <laughs> and I sat there for four hours and watched this movie. And I loved it. I loved it. I naturally, I think, you know, I'm a I'm a DC fan. I mean, I love Marvel too. I'm not like a Fanboy, oh I hate Marvel No, I like Hey, I like what I like Uh I got through watching WandaVision Love that Watch Falcon and Winter Soldier The first episode, love that But Justice League Let's face it Not a great movie And if you've seen my YouTube video I do love Ben Affleck As Batman and Bruce Wayne Though the movies aren't great This movie, I loved. I thought it was great. I mean, the four hours, yeah, it filled in a lot. You know, was it a little overlong? Did it kind of do the Return of the King ending thing? You know, like nine different endings? Perhaps. But, I dug it. So, anyhow, did that. By that time... You had woken up. Yep. And you got ready and dropped you off.
1: Well, we, t- we took a trip to Walmart first. Oh, we did.
0: I'm sorry. We, See, we did that, wh- a, That's a blur now. After yeah. four-hour <laughs> mind meld.
1: <laughs> well, no, that was, what, the, f- last night? No, saw? the four-hour no, oh. mind
0: meld of, uh. Justice League.
1: Oh, but you did that before we went
0: to Walmart. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I got confused. i was up at five, and first thing I did was inject four hours of Snyder Cut in my brain. Okay. Well,
1: I was confused because you said after, so I, I wasn't yeah. sure what the after meant. I'm
0: sorry. i meant the... after Justice
1: League. Right, because we, okay. Still a little bit confused, but we'll move on. What?
0: No, no ahead. Okay.
1: <laughs> um,. Yeah, we went to Walmart. I needed to get some supplies because you were going to be dropping me off at a rest stop and somebody was going to be picking me up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was uh, some homeschooling moms from our co-op. Yeah,
0: and... nothing, nothing CD's going on. You know, I'm dropping her off at <laughs> truck stop. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <laughs> well, we told everybody I got a new job, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which, I did get a new job, but it's yeah. a legit job. Yeah. I actually worked two days last week. I started my job and then I had two days... I worked two days and had two days off. Woohoo! Yeah. But no, it's going to be a fun job working for a uh, full brand marketing company. Um, and uh, I'm actually going to be helping out some podcasters yeah. uh, with their marketing needs and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can be helping ourselves yeah. as well. But anyway... Um, I was picked up by some home uh, homeschooling moms in the co-op that we go to. And we took a three-day trip up to Greenville mm-hmm. to go to a homeschool convention. Right. Those are always fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they It's three days of just like talk after talk after talk. I think they had like 200 different sessions that you could sit in. Well, I mean, you couldn't physically sit in all 200 sessions. Right. You had...
0: Potential.
1: Potential. You had, they gave you like, you know, from four to five and you had to pick which one you wanted to go to at that point. Yeah, and And then Yeah, and time blocks. And they had so many during each time block and you had to pick the one that you wanted to go to. And
0: And a sea of uh, hair buns and denim jumpers everywhere.
1: I will have to say, (laughs) the denim jumpers did not show up until Friday. We got there on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The denim jumpers did not show up until Friday, but even with that, even the denim jumpers has have turned into denim long denim dresses okay. with color, colorful tops. Oh, okay. So, they're they're progressing. Okay. And many of them didn't have buns.
0: So, so the Mennonites are picking up their style game.
1: The Mennonites were wearing those um. Uh, like the doilies on your Yeah, head? not the doilies. I guess. I, I, they look like coffee filters.
0: Right.
1: You know, where it's yeah. like flat on the, the mm-hmm. one top and then it's got like the red... Yeah. yeah. They were wearing those. Okay. <laughs> um, but yet, no. I mean, and I I really do think the climate of homeschooling is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it started changing before COVID. Right. It, it started changing pre-COVID. Um, it was becoming much more popular. Yeah. Um, the homeschool association that covers us in our homeschooling, they got to the point where they couldn't take on any more people. Right. She can only manage so many. Mm-hmm. So she had, she had to close quote unquote, close her doors. I mean, she's still open, but she can't take anybody new. And that was, she did that two years ago. Wow. So, I mean, it, it started becoming more and more, um, a few years ago. And now, with covid and a lot of people are now realizing that they can homeschool if they want they were afraid to make that leap because they didn't know what it would be like they didn't know can i work and and do the homeschool can i COVID forced them to be able to do that
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) so a lot more people are realizing that it is a viable option for them and their families and it's a good option it's a decent option (laughs)
0: Gobble. Gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Google
1: gobble, Google Gobble. One of One of So there's your new normal right there. <laughs> so there's a lot more people. Now I will say I've been to these conventions in the past and they there were a lot more people than there were this year, but I think that is due to COVID. Yeah. Um I mean there were still a lot of people there. I mean, all the sessions. You know, by the time it, because people were trying to, um, physically distance. Of course, they still call it social distancing.
0: But it's we like
1: physical distancing.
0: Right. you are uh, still being social. You're, you're not.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, but by the time, since people were trying to give other people space, if you got to the session. Even within 10 minutes of it starting, Mm -hmm. you found somewhere along the wall and sat down. Now, I will admit, because of the way that I like to write everything out and I like to have my space, even if I got there early, I sat along the wall. Mm -hmm. It it just was more comfortable for me. But, um, you know, so I attended whatever Mm -hmm. sessions I could. And there was a lot of them. and, uh, And to be honest, and one of the other moms had mentioned it, is you don't need to be a homeschooling mom. To want to go to that convention. Right. Um, because a lot of the sessions, there were sessions about parenting. There were sessions um, ab- about politics and religion and how the two mix. And, you know, there were a lot of sessions that just your everyday non-homeschooling right. people would like to have seen and attended. So if you
0: care about teaching your kids anything. Right. If you care about imparting knowledge. Right or wisdom unto your kids in any form, Right. this is a good place for you to go and get resources.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there you've got inside the vending hall or the exhibition hall, they've got a lot of different vendors there um, which are selling homeschool materials. But you do have um, anybody who's been around kids any length of time have probably heard of Usborne or Use born, I've heard it pronounced many different ways, but they're a book company and they were there. So you could go and, you know, because a lot of times with those, you don't get to look at the books. You kind of order them online Right. there. You can actually go and look at the books, <laughs> but there were like so many different, um, like camps, like summer camps there. Mm-hmm. So you can find out about summer camps. There was a, um, a woman who does, uh, driving education. Okay. So she was, you know, she was there, and I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know how they did it, but she got a car in there. She right. got a car in the exhibition hall.
0: And I even know a few years ago when we went, there there were people that sold like family uh, oriented board games yes. or you know stuff like that. Or or
1: they were they were there. That's where I got the uh, Pass the Pigs game. Okay. So they were there, they were there again. And they
0: even like developed their own card games. Mm-hmm. You know deck building.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there there is a lot there for anybody who wants to engage their child in any way. So you don't need to be a homeschooler. The name of the convention is called the Great Homeschool Convention, Mm -hmm. and they do travel across the country. So if anybody listens to this and is interested, I highly recommend it. Uh, Go on their site, look at where the nearest one is to you. Um, And it's not expensive for the... um, Four day, for the three days that I was there, I paid $45 to get in all three days. Mm-hmm. Um, I could, you know, I could attend any session I wanted. I could, you know, shop when I wanted. Um, they did on Friday night. They had a comedian come in uh, to go to his. The, the ticket was uh, $3. If you buy it in advance, it was $3. If you buy it there, it was 5 So, mm-hmm. I mean, $5 to go and watch mm-hmm. a stand-up comedian? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's not bad. Right. So they're they're very reasonable. I did also learn if anybody's listening is and is in the military,
0: mm-hmm.
1: military, are fifty percent off. Really? Yes. Cool. So I mean, it's you know, and people bring their kids or parents sometimes just go by themselves. But no, I do highly recommend it. I went to one in one in particular, which at this point has already changed our lives.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> like in like within like within twenty minutes.
1: Right, twenty minutes ago, it, it, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, teaching self-government mm-hmm. as a parenting. So technique. we're like
0: our own militia now.
1: <laughs> where,
0: yes. yeah, you know, we got the, don't tread on me. <laughs> we are self-governing. <laughs> Screw you, Biden. Is that, is that no? Oh, I, I wasn't there.
1: What, what, what is <laughs> Even the, you, And I, I actually was talking with Nico and Titi about this after I went and picked them up for my mom's today mm-hmm. as I was driving it. You know, I had them define government. What is government? You know, and I said, and there's different forms. You've got federal government, state government. But what is government? And, you know, they said basically it's the, the entity that makes the laws, um, protects people right. and whatnot. I said, so what do you think self-government is? And I think TT, I forget what she said, but it was a, a little bit different. I'm like, no. I said, listen, listen to what I'm saying. What is self-government? She, I said, who governs you under self-government? She goes, oh, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, okay. So this is a, I'm teaching you how to govern yourself, how to set laws and boundaries and um, to make you productive and to learn how and they were like okay I like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, it uh, it helps with every role in the family the role of the children the role of the mother the role of the father Mm -hmm. the role of the parental team right and it's just how do you um, do that and do it under what she what um, the teacher um, who teaches this, uh, Nicoline Peck. Mm-hmm. She has her own podcast, if you want to look for it. I think you found it on Podbean.
0: Yeah. Um, and probably, what? It, probably everywhere.
1: Right. Is it, uh, is it the title, The Teaching Self-Government?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Nicoline Peck, she is actually um, world-renowned. She's spoken at the UN before, mm-hmm. uh, the, the CD that we were just listening to, um, about parenting and, and the, the family. Mm-hmm unit and how it works but she, what she calls the power of calm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's how to handle what many would call the stressful situations um when an art you know when it looks like there's a power play between the parent and the child. Yeah. How do you handle it through using the power of calm? Right. And oh my gosh it worked like a charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it was, for right now, it was just as simple as when Killian was getting, you, you could tell that stance. His, his voice was getting yeah, he was higher. Being, he, and he was all
0: overwhelmed with what he was being told.
1: Right. So his voice is getting higher. He was kind of going up on the balls of his feet. And I just looked at him and said, I want to listen to you. I want to hear what you have to say. But you need to calm down and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we can figure this out, and he did <laughs> yep. so. and then he started feeling that way again mm-hmm. and I did it again. I want to talk to you about this. I just need you to calm down, take a deep breath, because yeah. he was breathing heavy at that point and but and he did he took To mm-hmm. t- you know two just deep breaths, and we talked again, and guess what what? He's in there doing what we asked him to do. Yeah. And it was like, without having that... And that's just like one of the skills and one of the tools that she gives. Yeah, because I'll be honest
0: with you. You and I have, and this is what I was right, saying right. before. We've got two different ways where you, he he acts, you react. He reacts to you. You react to him. And then the powder keg goes off. But it results in you throwing up your arms. And, mm-hmm. not, and this isn't every time. This is, you know, when things happen. Mm-hmm. And you throw up your arms and resign to, you know, where, uh, like almost a whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away all mad. Where he and I... When something comes up, he starts, then I start back, and then he and starts. And then you guys have a you guys, have a, com- you guys have a
1: competition of who who's gonna get the loudest, the fastest. Right, and, and
0: we're like two rams, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm your dad. Don't you disrespect me? Know your role, mm-hmm. you know. I, I pull a rock on him. Know your role and shut your mouth. And that's not productive at all. Right, and and. He gets over on me. He
1: manipulates me because he knows where my buttons are. He knows how to push them. Mm -hmm. And he knows which ones I'm going to back off on. And he pushes those.
0: Right. With me, I get so frustrated and I don't hit him because I I don't do that. But I learn where its currency is. Mm -hmm. But then I overdo it. Like, okay, fine. You're not playing Xbox for a week and a half. Uh, and we've, give, we've given him, though, for a month. We, we've <laughs> I banned him for a month and then erased five games off the Xbox. Like, oh, you like these games? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and then took the games on the disc so he can't re-download them and, like, hit them <laughs> for a month. Okay, yeah. A little overboard, right? A little bit. right? Now,
1: I mean, don't get us—you know—don't get us wrong. Killian is not this troubled, or you know, no. troubled or trouble child. No, he, you know, he's a normal thirteen-year-old boy. Right. I, I think it's normal to have those power struggles, uh, to a degree. Now, mm-hmm. I'm learning there is a different way. There is another way where those powers, you know, where he can go through what teens go through as far as the hormones and the, yeah. this and that, but how we can help him go through that in a calm way. Right. Where he doesn't have to get all and we don't get all. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's just really one <laughs> of the ways that that convention can help. Yeah. Did I say the name of it? The Great Homeschool yeah, Convention? Okay. Just in case I didn't. But yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things that you could go there and learn. So it it's not just about, the education you give your child at home, like the math and science and right. English and all that. Of course, that's there, but that's not all of it. Right. You know, so yeah.
0: Not if, just the three R's. Right. Reading, and arithmetic.
1: Yep. Yeah. And especially if you have little littles at home, yeah. they've got a lot of places where you can you know different booths where you can find stuff for them to just explore and you know learn different things on their own
0: right
1: so definitely a good thing i enjoyed my definitely got my money's worth really enjoyed it (laughs) cool and then saturday oh and it was also being there with the moms at night all of us went back and stayed at the same airbnb so it was building friendships there, and I love that.
0: That well, was Well, cool. Friday night, I woke up Friday with the kids, watched a couple of hours of uh, Attack on Titan. Are you almost done with that one yet? I am three quarters of the way through season three right now. And what, there's four there's out? four, and I don't think four is complete yet. Okay. But and, and it's getting good. But... <laughs> We'll talk about that on another podcast. Um, so. You watch those. Then, I took a shower, got dressed. The girls got dressed. Killian got dressed. Mm. In a a nice shirt, tie, vest. And we went out to dinner. To a Japanese steakhouse. That they have—they've never done that before. I have, um, and we went, and they had a blast. It was like our our little date, you know. Killian and I were escorting the girls out on a mm-hmm. family date.
1: Oh, you guys look so
0: adorable. I mean, I saw the pictures. When, when they walked through the parking lot, Killian had Nico's arm, and they were. <gasps> Mm. Because with the kids, you know, Nico and T.T. are best friends. hmm But Killian and Nico, that's where the right. seven... Well, Killian,
1: Killian and T.T. are really good friends. Yes. So T.T. has a really good relationship with both her brother and her sister. hmm Nico has a good relationship with her sister, not so much with the brother. Right. And Killian has a good relationship with one sister and a
0: not-so-good one with the other sister. Right. <laughs> but... I mean, they, I mean, it was nice. It was respectful. Killian held open doors. I mean, it was. Wow. Yeah. And we we had a great time at dinner, and then we went and uh, we had did that. And they loved the volcano and everything that goes along with the flipping the, flipping the utensils. And then we went to Walmart. They did this.
1: talk about one person uh, putting the stuff. I think you had told me, too. The girls told me but somebody put that stuff on their hand and yeah, left their hand. Yeah, he ran his
0: finger through and his hand caught on fire and he blew it out. And they were like,
1: whoa! <laughs> and then Nico said, she goes, I want to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, not in front of I'm me, like, you know. i Nico, I know her. She will do it and become enamored with the fire. Whoa! <laughs> oh! You know. <laughs> but then, of course, like any good day in South Carolina Yeah, end up at Walmart and we <laughs> end up at Walmart I bought Psycho Gorman they have that on 10 bucks over there so I'll do a review of that sometime um haven't watched it yet because Saturday we woke up early the kids were all up and ready to Go. And then, of course, he threw me under the bus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because I was dropping off the girls at your parents' house. Yes. Supposed to be there at uh, 11. 11 o'clock. I showed up at like 22. And your mom is like in the driveway, like, huh? Because we are never <laughs> early when we go there. We're always late. Half hour. (laughs) We're just late. So she's like, what? I said, well, the difference is I'm the one dropping them off, not Michelle. I said, this is what happens. And she laughed.
1: Now, I will say, truth be told, I I will readily admit I always show up late at my mom's house. Mm -hmm. I cannot deny that 100% of the time, just like today. (laughs) <laughs> I show up late at my mom's house. So, and today I told her, I said, well, I had to prove Dino right. So, anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, you did it for me. Thank you. <laughs>
1: but I have gotten much better at other things. You yeah. know, like showing up, like we always get to co op 15 minutes early. Mm-hmm. We show up at the Young Marines 15 minutes early. You know, we show up, I mean, church, we usually get there right when they're starting. Anyway,
0: the first chord strum, we're we'll walking through the door. But,
1: we used to be late to church, yeah. so that's still an improvement. That's true. <laughs> so you know, I'm trying to get better. Other places, and eventually, I get better
0: at getting to my mom's on I time. But the first song, they yeah, I mean, they repeat the chorus nine hundred times anyway, so I'm sorry, you're not really yeah. missing anything. Well, just saying,
1: do you just want saying. me to be fully honest? Uh,
0: okay, I'm a little worried, but go ahead.
1: I wouldn't mind getting there till the message.
0: Mm, okay,
1: that that's that's just right. my I I don't. Um,
0: not, that not, not yet. Not
1: that the musicians are bad. Not that I think they're unscriptural. Not that I. I don't know. It's just that type of uh, worship setting is not for me. I mean, I, I, I don't mean any disrespect. I really
0: don't. Right.
1: It, it's just
0: I don't know, and it's not I, an environment that engages you. With no, God. No. Okay.
1: Uh, my worship and and singing. In music form,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel um, much more connected when I'm by myself doing that.
0: Okay.
1: I don't feel it corporately. And, I mean, you know I sit down during worship. Yeah. That's where I feel most connected, but it's still not connected. Right. I mean, standing up doesn't work for me. Right. Huh? And it, it just, and that's just me. I, I don't. Right. So, yeah, I would be perfectly fine showing up okay. when the message is. Okay. Yeah, I just. Um, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, it's no disrespect to worship it. pastors.
0: Yeah, so, no, I understand what you're saying. But, who is it? Is it time for a commercial break? Dang it! Commercial break! Hey guys, this is John And I'm Frank from The Basement Surge You may have heard of us We started off slow in Season 1 COVID tried to stop us in Season 2 But Frank's too stubborn for that And now we're back in Season 3 Doing what we do best Coming to you from The Basement in Brooklyn, New York We're a general discussion comedy podcast That talks about anything and everything Video games, movies, growing up in New York City And being a dad to name a few We also do a live show every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern all over social media and run a YouTube channel, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And ring that bell. We put out some great content on YouTube, like our Let's Play series, where we play a specific game every week. The podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. You can reach all of our links at streamerlinks.com slash basement surge. Come listen to us and feel the surge. Let's go. Turn up the volume. The volume. And now, from Brooklyn, New York, this is The Basement Surge with John and Frank. Three, two, two one. What's going on, everyone? My name is Josh G, host of the Your Next Favorite Movie Podcast. Each week, I will bring on a guest to discuss their favorite movie. We'll talk about why it's a great movie. We'll talk about sequels, if it had any. Sequels they may want to see. And we'll even cover the dreaded remake. Be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And follow us on social media, at YNFmoviePod. And remember, check back every week, because you never know when you may come across your next favorite movie. Okay, so... Great. Well, that
1: worked out well. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <Darny> kid. <laughs> so, after dropping off the girls, mm-hmm. I picked up uh, your, your son, my son, <laughs> our son. We <laughs> drove to Greenville, picked uh, you up Yes. at the convention center. Yes. Then drove to... Uh, Landrum. Landrum, South Carolina.
1: Well, actually, no, we went to um, uh, Spartanburg Spartanburg first. I'm sorry, yes, we went to Spartanburg first. Yep.
0: To meet two people at a hotel. And one is a former guest. One is a former guest. Um, If you've listened to our... I forgot what episode it was. Might have been 20.
1: It it was pretty early on. Yeah.
0: It was the... uh, Dinosaurs and the Bible. Yes. Uh, It was Chris Date. uh, Adjunct professor now. Yes. Chris Date. And rethinking hell contributor and pastor, Mark Corbett. Yes. And we met them and hung out and had lunch. And Mark's uh, wife. Hope. Hope.
1: Very, very nice people. Yes. Very, very nice, nice people.
0: We hung out because they were debating the biblical um, portrayal, description. Basically,
1: uh, what does the Bible what does say about
0: depiction of hell? Right. N- not going on tradition or emotion or emotion or. Even philosophy. Right. But. What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? And they hold to a position called conditional immortality.
1: I hold to conditional immortality.
0: I hold to conditional immortality.
1: Killian holds to conditional immortality.
0: (laughs) 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 Basically, what conditional immortality is. Is the belief that we were not born immortal. With an immortal soul? That according to scripture, places like John 3 16, um,
1: Romans 6, Roman 6 Matthew ten twenty eight,
0: Daniel 12 2, Ezekiel 18, 1 Corinthians
1: 1 18, 1 Two one
0: fifteen
1: one fifteen Matthew thirteen forty two I think it is I there are total we have a friend um very good friend again Facebook like love to meet him someday who has listed specifically a hundred and seventeen verses that teach
0: conditional immortality okay but once again what is it it is the belief that immortality is not a default to everyone. Right. That those who were redeemed, saved, saved, right, Christ, counted as righteous, righteous. Whatever you, whatever however you wanna put it, that that is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. That at the end days, uh, at,
1: after judgment, everyone.
0: And- is raised. Okay. Yep, sorry, I went too fast. Everyone is raised. They, they will be separated into the righteous and the unrighteous. The righteous will be given immortality, life everlasting, and the wicked will be thrown into hell forever and tortured. We no, I'm sorry. That is not what it says. It says they will be destroyed or
1: dead or, or perished or um, burnt up like weeds and chaff.
0: Right, right. Bur- yeah, separated wheat from chaff and burnt up like chaff will be made ashes. Whatever. Right. Now, their opponents in the debate believe that, no, the righteous will go to heaven and there will be eternal torment. And torture and punishing, and weeping and gnashing of teeth forever and ever and ever and ever, and ever yeah. in hell.
1: Well, that's because they start with the premise where you had said, you know, C.I. or conditional immortality does not believe that we are an in- inherently immortal. Right. Those who hold to E.C.T. <clears throat> do believe that all man is inherently immortal. Mm-hmm. So that that's where they have to have something happening to them. Right because to in in their view they are alive
0: right now there this is not a heretical issue on either side you're not a heretic for believing one side or the other and this is nothing that should separate christians who believe either side from being friends and Working being, ministry together Working right. ministry together Loving each other And doing all that We not- have The church we go to Most of the I would venture to say All of the pastors But Who knows Because it's really not a topic That gets brought up mm-hmm. um, I know there are Some congregants that Hold to CI As we do A couple um, A vast majority Probably just believe the traditional view as they've been told in churches their whole life,
1: and most likely and, because they've never been presented right.
0: with CI. And we've got friends of ours, you know, like I said, our pastors more than likely hold to this. Um, I've I've talked to a few of them, and they believe in the traditional view, but don't think of me as any less. Christian because I hold to conditional immortality. We've got friends of ours who are podcasters who are pastors who don't hold us any differently because of our view, nor us, them. You know, a, a, a few of them. So this isn't... But it's an important enough issue to talk about in our eyes Mm -hmm. and this is you know us we don't get deeply theological in our podcast normally Mm -hmm. you know the reason why it's important to us is because when you're talking to people and we don't run out with a bullhorn and yell at people you gotta come to Jesus you gotta turn turn or burn which wouldn't be true from our view anyway, you would turn or perish. Uh, but we don't preach that anyway because that's not what the gospel is about. Right. You can you can
1: speak the gospel to somebody without having to bring up hell. Right. Now, I've been told... Um, I would probably like to get a little bit more theological than we do, but I understand that this isn't necessarily the platform for it. Right. So, um...
0: And we will create a platform for
1: it. I'm not against it. Okay. But, um, you know, I have been told before, well, no, there's no way you can tell the gospel without talking about hell. You you have to mention hell because otherwise, what are you being saved from? So what's the point of being saved? You have to talk about hell in order to give the gospel. And it's like, no... You can, because for me, it's not what you're being saved from. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. It's not what you're being saved from. It's what you're being saved to. Right. It, it's, it's the view of saying, you know, I, I, I don't care about what's behind me mm-hmm. because that's what I feel um, or what I observe from a lot of people who do have the traditional view especially when they're when they're preaching it's more of you keep looking behind you to make sure that you're far enough away from the entrance to hell
0: right
1: you you have to keep looking to to make sure that you're 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 that but for me i'm not looking behind me right my focus and where i'm looking is to christ where i'm going
0: and wasn't that paul's perspective running the race Right you don't run you're, a race you're looking, running you don't run a race looking behind you right you're, you look at the goal
1: right so when so when I evangelize I evangelize that same way too i whoever I'm speaking to I talk to them about what who Christ is and how much he loves you and how much he wants to see you progress and learn and grow and that's where the love is. That's where the, you know, so the focus is him. So when I evangelize, I don't need to
0: talk about that. Right. How many churches have they gone to where you would think that they've got, you know, on retainer a, a truck behind the church ready to turn the corner and hit people going out the door? Because how many altar calls have you heard that? If you're in here right now, let's say you left this building and you leave here and you are hit by a truck. Where would you go? Where would your final destination be? Everyone lives forever. It's just a matter of where. You know, eternity. (laughs) Smoking or non-smoking. Really, dude? (laughs) Knock it off. And another thing that the gospel is not it is not a get out of hell free card right and like you were saying it's a invitation to better things it is also not a behavior modification course no will will you
1: begin to modify your behavior yes mm-hmm. but that that comes from the the guidance and and from the it's something that you eventually choose to do, but what, yeah, and you choose to follow. It's not like a do that you know. You got to stop doing this. You got to stop right. doing that. It's it's no. It's all,
0: right, and that's another misconception that I'm sorry is propitiated. Is that the right word? I think so. Oh no, propitiation is a substitution. I think anyway, anyway, anyway. but it is. Exacerbated, I would say that by the the stereotypical street preacher type, you know, you know, sinners in the hands of an angry God type of thing, that you know, don't drink, smoke, chew, hang with those who do. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. The
1: Right away, don't hang with those who
0: do. Jesus went to oh, dinner no. with sinners all the time. Right. How am I? The Bible is about, and <laughs> please don't get, I'm not trying to be self-serving. Being decent to each mm-hmm. other. I mean, what, what are the two greatest commandments?
1: To love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And to love your neighbor as you love yourself.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it.
1: He said all all of the commandments are summed up mm-hmm. in those two things, and it is true when you when you look at the Ten Commandments because everybody you know the and because there's something like three hundred and sixty or maybe six hundred and thirty I think those are the number of laws right. that are written in the Old Testament yeah now and, and
0: those are people laws suppose. right and those that's yeah. not God laws uh,
1: yeah those that's are another all
0: misconception people oh I read it in the Bible. So God commanded that? No. No. There is many more things that people commanded in the name of God right? than what God did. And this is where I say a lot of people's problems with God is not a problem with God. It's with how God was represented by people to other people. Right.
1: Well, because they forget that the Old Testament is not prescriptive but descriptive. Um, it's something like 90% of the Bible is descriptive yeah, and not people prescriptive. People were so
0: afraid of screwing up yeah, that, that they they made a law about the law, about the law, about the law, right. where, where for example, alright, don't go in the water. So now it's, well if you have a house three miles from the water you can't leave your front door because somehow you'll end up three miles down the road <laughs> in the water. I mean, that's not a thing, but Right. No yeah. No, I give, no, just just example. Hand.
1: right. Well, yeah. So back to it. The actual, the Ten Commandments is what Christians can agree were uh, moral laws mm-hmm. given by God. Right. When you take, I think it's laws one through four. If you take those and bring them to their base, mm-hmm. they are about loving God with your, with all your heart, mind and soul. Right. Okay, one through four. Then if you take five through ten, those are about how you love your neighbor. So when it when it was said that when Jesus said all the laws can be summed up in these two, that's specifically what he was talking about. If you can love God with all your heart, mind and soul, and if you can love your neighbor as you love yourself, you are going to fulfill all ten of the commandments and you're going to be able to keep them. And it's not as hard as what people make it out to be. Right,
0: and now generations and generations and generations later, it becomes you're not allowed to buy beer on a Sunday before noon. What the hell
1: is that? (laughs) Really? Well, that that would be the writing a law upon a law upon a law. That that would
0: Sunday blue laws, or
1: because God does not want me to buy a T-shirt at eleven o'clock on Sunday morning. Right. Well, I'm sorry, I spilled coffee on my shirt on the way to church. I
0: yeah. I
1: want a T shirt. Well, uh,
0: you're suffering for the ward now. <laughs> that is your that is your your rate right and reasonable service, I guess. You know, or you can't hang out with these people because they're not you know, quote unquote friends of God. No. That's ridiculous. Right. Anyhow. Yeah, wow, we went off on a tangent yeah. there. I'm, that was good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> guys there you go um <laughs> where where did we start from now i don't even remember <laughs> the hell oh yeah okay but so we so that's <laughs> but that that's what the debate was about what is how um, and we, the, we were talking about why, it, why we felt it was important. Yeah. That, that's what, okay. it, why right. it was important to talk about it. Um, and you can see that we are very passionate about why yeah. we need to talk about it. But anyway, that's what the debate was. Um, Chris, our friends, Chris and Mark mm-hmm. are on the side of conditional immortality mm-hmm. and they were meeting up with Keith and Brannon, was yeah. that their names, um, who were, um, affirming or positive for or eternal conscious torment right um we had not had the opportunity to really meet chris uh, keith keith or brennan beforehand we just kind of saw them in passing when we got right. to the church and to, i to mean Pride. they came
0: by later and shook hands yeah. and thanked us and killian asked the question because they had a question and answer round mm-hmm. at the very end it was a four-hour debate <laughs> Right, Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was supposed to be a two
1: hour. I mean, yeah, on. wound up being four hours. Yeah. I I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like you said, Killian got up to ask a question. I was so proud of him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like He got up there and he was, I was telling my mom, I said, when he was standing there, he didn't slouch. He stood up straight with mm-hmm. his back. You know, I said, he, he talked into the microphone. He wasn't afraid. He was very articulate with his question. He knew what he wanted to you ask.
0: I think podcasting and gaming probably helped him not be afraid of that microphone. I, I
1: can I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was very I was very proud of him and uh I'm sorry I
0: interrupted you. No, that that was my low drop.
1: <laughs> oh okay. But no it was um it was a really good debate, um to a degree, I think. Um, and I know this is gonna sound You know, people are kind of some people could probably be, well, of course. So Um, I do think that Chris and um, Mark did a very good job of presenting Mm -hmm. their their side, uh, showing scripture to support their beliefs, um, showing, you know, and actually digging into the scripture, um, looking at the Hebrew and the Greek and um, showing They did even use outside sources, which they explained why they used outside sources to be able to show, again, why those particular words mean what they mean. Um, So I think they did a rather good job of that, whereas myself and even Killian verbalized that he didn't see a lot of that on the other side. It was a lot of um, machine gun
0: Rad tech, yeah. Uh,
1: machine gun words. I, I think he had to have said uh, okay. 10,000 words just in that opening speech, yeah. which he spoke for what seven minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. It is, it's that it was actually a four hour and 29 minute debate. Oh, wow. Well. Um, I know that because I'm looking at it right now on YouTube. You can find it. Um, the page would be the well hyphen landrum l a n. D R U M. Okay. Um, that's the church where it was held, and it, it's called B- Bibles View on Hell at the Wellandrum.
1: Okay. So. Yep. Now you know, and I'm I'm not trying to um. I don't know what word I'm looking for. I, I'm not trying to speak ill or right. mean right. of um Keith or Brannon, but it. it it, it seemed like they were just going for let's throw as many words as we can at them, so they really don't have time to think. They, of course, threw out inflammatory words like heresy and lies, and right. you know they they threw those words out a it's lot. Not
0: heresy, but it's a slippery slope to heresy. Um, it is borderline <laughs> heresy. Yeah, you, it is. Was... If you trip over this line, it's heresy. Red, tat, tat, Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, and like I said, even Killian was picking up on that. He's like, Like, it's just not. Yeah, he goes, I don't think that's the way you should be debating. But you know, it was. uh... But I, I do want to say that I, they truly believe that that what they gave is truth, Mm -hmm. and they're passionate about it. And you know, I can totally get that. I could totally get behind that, and I can understand that, even though I think what they think is
0: truth. It's not truth. Right. And it, uh, I mean, it also comes down to, you know, these are people that have believed this their whole life. They've been taught this their whole life by people who have believed it their whole life. Mm-hmm. And, and it is the quote-unquote traditional view for a reason. Right. Because it's been the traditional view... For over 1500 the predominant view right for over 1500 years
1: right and the, and there all was also some evidence in the different things that they said that shows unfortunately they don't quite understand what conditional immortality teaches yeah Um, Because just some of the the things they said in their opening statements or even some of the things that they said in cross-examination, you know, the questions and stuff like that, they don't fully understand. They're arguing from a perspective, not from a perspective, but they're arguing um, without full understanding of what they're arguing against.
0: Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe this entire time we've been talking about this. We have used the word annihilationism once. No, we have not. Okay, and this is something that it may seem like a small point, but the first thing they people do when they're debating or discussing or trying to besmirch conditional immortality is throw out the term annihilation. Right, because... Or annihilationism, because that is clearly the term used by Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, it has
1: a very bad connotation.
0: It right.
1: has a very negative connotation right. in Christian circles.
0: Now, is annihilation an aspect of conditional immortality? Yes. It would be the, the, the very, the very end result the, result. the culmination. Now, it would be the equivalent, and this is a crude example, but I'm kind of good with those taking a jar of jelly or whatever mm-hmm. you have this whole jar because people say oh this is you know, death and perish means ruin okay let's use that I have this jar of jelly glass jar and I take it and I drop it or I smash it which what you don't is... do as a
1: parenting style by the way just
0: wanted no. to add that in but if I did What is on the ground now Mm -hmm. is no longer a jar of jelly, is it? Mm -hmm. It is
1: Broken glass.
0: Broken glass and jelly. Right.
1: Which has to be thrown away because it's been on the floor, so you're not going to want to...
0: Right. Now, that being whole was on the condition that I did not take it and drop it. Right. But it did not meet that condition because I am Butterfingers and I dropped it. So it smashed. So it's no longer a jar. It is garbage. It is refuge, which we're also called. Now, that is not annihilation is or annihilation. The annihilation is when I scoop it and I throw it out in the trash. Like when they are destroyed in the lake of fire. That is not. Anu- that culminates in annihilation. Right. Not you die you go you're annihilated. No, there's a process which results in annihilation. So to call it annihilation, to kind of poison the well from the Mm get-go, after you've repeatedly been told, that's not really what we're saying. Right. Or, you know, you believe in death is ceasing to exist. No, because the jar is still there until it's out of the way in in the trash. So you're poisoning that well repeatedly and continuing to repeat what you've been corrected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we went way too
1: deep. (laughs) But, you know, so there there was some of that from Mm -hmm. the... I'm going to say opposite because it's opposite of where we were, the opposing side, um, from where we stand and from where our friends stood. Mm -hmm. Um, There was that. But then it did also delve into personal attacks.
0: Yeah.
1: Which. That upset Killian. Mm -hmm. That really Really? upset Killian. Because even Killian knows in a debate, you attack the topic. You know, you attack the opposing side's view.
0: Right.
1: You don't attack the opposing side. Right. And and the attacks were aimed at, at Chris Date. Mm-hmm. And pretty brutally, honestly. Right. Pretty brutally. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that did not fly well with me. Right. Still it would, doesn't now. <laughs> it would be
0: the equivalent. And once again, good example because that's why I'm here. <laughs> And I'll turn it back to movies because we are an entertainment podcast.
1: (laughs) Are we entertaining you?
0: (laughs) Okay. I dislike Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. I can go for many reasons and stating my case about why I do not believe that Blair Witch Project is a very good movie. Okay. I can say nothing really happens to me it wasn't suspenseful these are all opinions mind you Mm -hmm. so it's a little different because I'm dealing with something uh, objective objective not not subjective but for me to go those who support Blair Witch are a bunch of a-holes and don't know art and the filmmakers were lazy Mm -hmm. and blah, blah 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 all things I don't Agree with, but if I was to take it there, or, oh, the film shit. Well, well, that's a very thought out argument. What you know, that is not how you debate. You know, we're not discussing this on Facebook. which
1: well, I, I will bet it, it
0: does happen
1: if but. you don't mind. I will. I mean, I will say you can say a film is shit, right? Because you're talking about the film, right. Okay. There, and if it
0: is there are there are films that are shit.
1: And if you say that, I don't think right. you're wrong for saying that. I, so right. I want
0: I will... well what I'm saying is that Blair Witch, objectively or subjectively even, is a competent movie. I mean I can't deny.
1: Okay. Okay. Its success. Right. Well, I I just wanted well, to make, make I, that I, difference. Yeah. But... Okay.
0: There are films that are on Prime. That are flat out garbage. <laughs> that Gravitas Venture, like, grabbed for, like, you know, that they're paying the directors, like, one cent for every ten views, you know, ten views, or something like that. So, I mean, that, But you don't attack the person on it. And that's my point. Right. Yeah, so, that's really what I'm saying is, debate to the topic, not to the people. I agree. Yeah.
1: But no, so it was a it was a really fun night. Um Oh, is my volume going down again? I had yes. to move. Sorry, y'all. Um but no, it it was a fun night even with it going much longer than we thought it was and I was very proud of Killian. Uh you know, as I said, he had gotten up and asked a question, but even during the ba- the debate, he stayed engaged the entire time and I was one proud mama, <laughs> and then we had to drive all the way back home. Yeah, I got late, you know. <laughs>
0: Ironically, uh, didn't go to church,
1: but <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, we don't believe in hell anyway, so you know what what difference now does it you make? Going there, you
0: know? <laughs> so, all right. But I did, oh, that was another thing I forgot. Uh, um, Friday night, I recorded with Andrew.
1: Oh, yeah, you told me that.
0: We were going to do a movie, a real crap storm of a movie, and just couldn't work out the logistics of how to do that, so we ended up pulling a impromptu music episode. So when will that out be out? I don't know, but it'll be out uh, this week, probably by Wednesday. Okay. It, it, it's long, you know. We don't, well, well, we don't, I was going to say, yeah. well, one with Andrew,
1: with Andrew isn't long. Yeah, we
0: might be looking maybe two, two and a half. Oh, that's actually know. short for you guys. But we do have a couple of episodes, you know, ideas that we're looking at. So we will bring you stuff a little sooner than later. Okay. Um, when
1: are you and Killian doing hybrid again?
0: We've got, we just keep Wanting to do that and just keep missing it, I think we're doing. We're going to start a new thing called First Impressions, where we watch a pilot of an anime, the first episode, and talk about that. That way we don't we don't get bogged down on one, you know, one anime for four or five shows.
1: That sounds cool.
0: So yeah, that was something. Uh, We did, like I said last time. We started our uh, Discord, so it's the Ha Podcast Discord. But we talk about. Feel free to come on if you listen to this show. If you listen to Hybrid Anime. If you listen to uh, last show with the Rio, we all kind of put it there. And I am seriously tying with getting the Patreon up. So I just. Gotta see, honestly. I want to see how that's gonna benefit you guys.
1: Mm-hmm. What, like, what you're saying? What we could use that
0: for? No, I'm saying, what benefit do they have? Do, do oh, do they have fine listeners have for, for helping us out? Oh, okay, I see what, what you're What's saying. in it for them? Okay. You know, I mean, naturally, it would be a better, you know, you know technical things and stuff like that. But no. What, what rewards directly can do we they get? Okay. because I'm not into the whole pay for
1: play thing. I mean, so, so why we, don't what we'll, do, why don't we ask? We'll them? say
0: what what do you want to see? What what are reasonable rewards for becoming a Patreon? Becoming a Patreon. I know quite a few podcasts that are friends of ours that have them. So yeah, hit me up. You can even hit me up privately. Uh, you know how to get in touch with me, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll talk about it. So, I think that's about it for tonight. I think so. All right, guys, you know how to reach us: Twitter, Facebook, everything else. Uh, and
1: when you're not reaching us, stay decent.
0: Hey.